The Strategic Living Podcast, episode number 288. Don't settle for something that is meant to be temporary. Welcome to the Strategic Living Podcast, a program dedicated to helping you achieve personal healing, discover your strategic purpose, and lead with maximum impact. Our goal is to challenge your thinking, expand your vision, and awaken the strategic influencer in you. We're glad you've joined us. Now, here is your next level mentor and coach, and the host of the Strategic Living Podcast, Brian Holmes. Well, have you ever been through a major disaster or life tragedy of some kind? Do you know what it feels like to experience major setback or hardships? Well, I've been there, and I suspect you have too. And today I'm going to share a story of determination, perseverance, hard work, and how you can decide to change your state and move beyond it for good. I'm honored to have you with us. Let's get started, everybody. Well, there is no doubt that life sometimes deals us circumstances and situations that we did not ask for. That's right. I would say that many times things happen that we frankly don't deserve. I mean, we're living our life, we're loving people, we're taking care of our family, we're going to church, we're doing the things that we're expected to do and still life happens. Or as that all-too-famous bumper sticker says, it happens. Well, if you've lived any length of time you've no doubt experienced one or more things that have set you back. Maybe they've brought you some tremendous pain. Or at the very least, things have come around in your life that have slowed you down in your pursuit of what God has for you while you're here in the earth. Maybe it was the loss of a job. I spoke to a very dear friend of mine today even, who for a number of months now has been struggling as a result of losing their job. Spoke to another dear friend yesterday that's in a crisis situation with their employment situation because of injustice and pain and harsh things that are taking place that are just not right. Maybe you've experienced a divorce and the the painful separation from that person to whom you were married for any length of time Uh, that's caused you great pain and suffering and and maybe even paralyzed you a bit. As is the case in my life, maybe it's been the falling out with a friend or the betrayal of a friend, the loss of a loved one. I mean, you look around our world the last couple of, really the last couple of months here in the USA, and we've had numerous hurricanes and natural disasters and fires and all kinds of things that have gone on that absolutely disrupt whatever it is we consider to be normal. Here's what we know. The Bible tells us that in this life, we will have trouble. Now, quite frankly, I've always hated it when people quote that scripture or bring that up. It just aggravates me because it seems like everybody wants to remind us how terrible life is, how difficult things are. And quite honestly, that's not my point And it's certainly not my philosophy of life, and it's not the way I look at things. 
but we would be really, we'd have our heads stuck in the sand if we didn't honestly acknowledge that there will be times in our lives that we're presented with opportunities to overcome difficulty. There will be times when we will be provided an opportunity to reset, to reevaluate, to recommit. Stuff happens. It really does. The question is, how will you respond and what will the outcome be for you and for yours? I want to invite you to come into my living room for a couple of minutes today. I want to share with you a very intimate story about me, about my wife, about something we've recently processed through. And I think for some of you, you're going to be able to relate to it, maybe not to the exact circumstance, but in the, a general sense, things happen. How do you respond? And can you persist all the way to the end so that you really can get on the other side of it? Here's what I want for you today. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to hear hope in this presentation. And I want you to, in the process of listening, to decide you're not going to settle for something that really is meant to be temporary in your life. I can't wait to share this with you. But first, let's do this. Here's this week's tools, tips, and recommended resources guaranteed to amplify your leadership and accelerate your personal growth. Well, have you ever thought, gosh, I wish there was some way for me to have an app-like dashboard on my browser so that I can easily access my most frequently visited websites. I said to myself, I said, self, gosh, I wish there was some app-like dashboard. (laughs) Well, we've become so accustomed to apps on our smartphones or on our iPads or tablets And then we open our browser, whether it's Chrome, Safari, or Internet Explorer, whatever it is you use. And in most cases, we have to sift through our bookmarks or we have to type in a URL to find the page that we want to get to. And quite honestly, most times it's stuff we go to frequently. Well, let me introduce you to Speed Dial 2. Speed Dial dial two. This is a plugin or an extension for the Google Chrome browser. And I tell you what, I've been using this for several years, maybe four years now. And I, I don't know how I'd live without it. I open my browser and I see instantly a graphically presented dashboard with buttons each button representing an important website that I frequent. It looks like apps on your dashboard. And so you're able to select not only the URL you want that button to connect to, but you're also able to put an image in that button that's maybe the logo of that company or the graphic that represents to you what that URL uh, points to. But it's just an at-a-glance quick click and point situation or point and click situation. I'm telling you, this thing has saved me so much time and has provided me so much joy in my browsing life. (laughs) 
that I have to recommend it to you. I know it's kind of a crazy resource and tip to share with you, but this is something I actually use and have for years. If you spend any time at all online, if you find it frustrating to be able to get back to the things that you often visit online, I want to encourage you to check out the Google Chrome browser extension called Speed Dial 2. And you'll find the website link for Speed Dial 2 in the show notes of this episode at brianholmes.com forward slash 288. But you can go to speeddialthenumber2.com and that'll take you right there. I'm telling you, this is something you don't want to miss. It will be a major help to you for sure. We're talking about not getting stuck and not settling for something that is meant to be temporary. 2009, late 2009, early 2010, my wife and I faced one of the most difficult things we've ever really had to deal with. At the time, we were leading an organization in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. We had a number of paid staff members, a large number of volunteer staff, and we were responsible for these individuals and for their livelihood and for uh, leading that organization and so on. And I'm not going to go into super detail here, but I will just kind of give you the backdrop for what I'm trying to get across today. During a particular staff meeting, I, we were just proceeding through our agenda and doing the thing, and one of the members of the staff asked if they could share something. And, of course, we have a very open and a very awesome culture uh, around us as far as conversation, and so I said, of course you can share. Little did I know that what they were about to say was going to fundamentally change everything for not only our organization, but for this staff, for my wife and I personally from an emotional standpoint, and for our family, and for our finances, and for really pretty much everything we were doing. I could not have anticipated the bomb that was about to be dropped in the room, but this person proceeded to say things that were stunning. They were levying grievances and complaints and perceptions and accusations uh, towards me and towards my wife. And then, as if it wasn't enough for one person to, to share those things, uh, probably of the 11 or 12 people sitting in the room, about half of those sort of piled on. And over the course of the next half hour to 45 minutes, uh, it was just, uh, it, I was speechless. I was stunned. My heart was broken. It was incredibly painful. My wife actually, and this is no fault of hers, but it was so egregious and so over the top that, that she felt it necessary to leave the room, and I invited her to do so. And it was just a bad day. Let's just say that. It was a bad, you ever had a bad day? Have you ever had a bad day? <laughs> we felt like, honestly, that we had given and given and done all that we could to do the right things in our leadership situation there. Uh, and certainly we made mistakes along the way, but nothing that rose to the, the level of what we were being accused of. 
And we felt like that in some of the cases of these individuals, we had poured our lives out on their behalf and really tried to help them through difficult situations in their life. And then in return, we were kind of getting dumped on, you know? Now, I'm not sitting here playing the victim. I don't feel sorry for me. This is a number of years ago now, and we have been healed and restored, and so much wonderful has happened in our own hearts. And frankly, walking out the process of some of that healing uh, taught us some things about ourselves that we needed to see. And I take full responsibility and accountability for that. But this situation organizationally led to a significant drop in income for the organization. And as trickle down tends to happen, you know, I'm responsible for all of these individuals. And that led to uh, somewhat of an inability for us to meet all of our obligations. And so as things typically go, I took the brunt of that. And for a number of really for a long period of time, I won't even quantify how long, but for a very long period of time, my wife and I were not getting compensated or paid as a result of this drastic change in conditions. And this, of course, led to a full-out financial crisis for us personally. Uh, it led to some duress and challenges that uh, were pretty difficult, uh, notwithstanding the fact that we're here in great pain over broken relationships, which quite frankly was more important than any of the money stuff that was going on. Uh, but yet the money stuff still happened as a result of this. We're dealing with broken relationships, what we perceive to be some pretty high levels of betrayal. Uh, our names were being personally attacked and defamed and drugged through the mud. And of course, our finances were in a total mess. Needless to say, I'm sharing all that with you, not so you can feel sorry for me because I'm fine. Everything's good. But that was a monumental season for us. That was a game-changing window of time. And in every way, had the very real potential of defining us. I want you to think about that. Difficult situations, difficult traumatic events, uh, moments in time where bad things happen to good people have the potential to define you. And if one is not really careful, they can find themselves embracing an identity or embracing uh, a belief system that concretizes or basically seals them in the vault of the moment rather than giving them the impetus or the opportunity to grow out of that and grow through that and find life through the process. Our family during that time was under tremendous duress. Our children, who were quite young at the time, still in school, junior high, high school, they were feeling the emotional stress and were hearing conversations and were drugged sort of into even some of the relationship factors of that. Uh, that was very painful for us to see our kids hurting. Our perfect credit was fundamentally ruined. And if I'm being really honest with you, which I tend to be here on this program, if you haven't noticed, I had a lot of questions. I was questioning my own value, my own worth. I was questioning my own integrity. 
I was questioning God from all kinds of angles. I wanted to know how, why is this happening when I've done everything I know to do? I, I'm not perfect. I'm not, I'm not doing everything right, but I don't deserve this. And, and why is my family suffering? And why are my children hurting? And I, man, I had a thousand questions and I suspect that if you're breathing and you can fog up a mirror, you've had times in your life where you found yourself asking similar questions. Somehow in all of that, we were able to, to find counsel and love and encouragement from some of our dear mentors. And we survived the initial trauma of the event. We survived the initial trauma of the, the uh, financial demise, so to speak. And we obviously sought out what do we do? How do we recover from this? How do we drag ourselves out of the situation? Sabrina and I, although it was a very painful season for us, we were determined that we were going to see our way through this. We were determined that we were going to learn whatever lessons could be learned from this situation. We were determined we were going to grow in our maturity, in our strength, in our fortitude, in our determination through this process. We would persist and we would persevere and we would come through this. We were determined. So we did seek counsel and we talked to attorneys. We talked to uh, mentors. We talked to financial counselors. We did whatever we could do to get a workable plan in place and we created that plan. And ladies and gentlemen, my dear precious friends, we worked that plan. I said, Brian, why are you sharing all this all this time later? Well, here's why this comes to the forefront right now for us. It's been seven years since all of that stuff happened. Seven years. And by the way, if you have any inkling towards biblical numerology, the number seven is widely believed to mean completion. And so seven years later, exactly seven years later, my wife and I find ourselves literally putting a bow on that season and closing out that chapter. In fact, closing out the volume of that particular book because here's the deal. We have finally come to the end of the recovery and restoration process as it relates to that specific event in our lives. And we did not allow it to define us. Last week... I signed documents and made arrangements to close out the very last piece of business related to that terrible time in our life. To be very honest, there's been a dark cloud or a bit of a shadow sort of hanging out around us for seven years, and we've had this, this nagging sort of sense about having gone through all the process, and now I can report to you with great joy and with great confidence that we are on the other side of that. Now, I'm not boasting. I'm not bragging. I'm sharing this in a very transparent way with you because some of you are presently in the big middle of a big mess, and I want my story. I want this 
testimony, to be an encouragement to you. I wanted to offer you hope. I wanted to bring to bear some light on the subject to say your present circumstance is not permanent. It, it's always been meant to be temporary. In our case, seven years later, our credit is fully restored. Our life and our hearts have been healed. Some of the relationships that we thought could never be salvaged and never be reconciled have been healed and reconciled. And I will tell you without question, my wife, myself, my son, my daughter, we are better. We're stronger. We're better leaders. We're better family members because we've been through this particular situation. Let me just tell you, I would have preferred probably to never have had to go through all of that. The pain of betrayal, the pain of of separation from friends, the pain of being misunderstood or, or misrepresented or being lied about, all of those things, I'm telling you, it is a dagger to the heart. It's unbelievably difficult. I would have rather not have had to deal with any of that. I would have rather not have experienced near financial collapse. I certainly would have rather to never have had to deal with credit that was substandard and put us in a situation where we could not live a normal life and be able to do the things that we would have liked to have done for our family. I would have preferred to have never gone through it. However, it happens. (laughs) However, life brings us opportunities. However, in this life, we're going to have challenges and struggles. I have a great friend. I consider him a great friend. Somebody that I look up to and I think the world of as a peer. His name is Kent Julian. He's been on this program and he has this incredible little formula he loves to share around the world as he travels. It's called E plus R equals O. E, the letter E plus R equals O. It's it's the event. It's the thing that happens plus your response or your reaction equals the outcome or the opportunity. Listen, it is a given. Things are going to happen. What determines the outcome is how you and I decide to respond to it or to react to it. The attitude you adopt, the beliefs you take on, the identities you choose to take on. I could have looked at my life at that point as a man, because men, men, let's face it, we 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 think about these things. My credit's ruined, my my name is no longer the same as it used to be, and I've got this, this, and this going against me now. And and in so many ways, I could have taken on the identity of failure, unable to take care of my family. I could have taken on all kinds of things in that moment. But my response was, I'm not going to identify with this trauma. I'm going to simply realize I must react to it, respond to it, and and create a plan and work my way through this so I can have an outcome that is beautiful and life-altering and life-giving. E plus R equals O. I'm going to share a couple things with you as we close out this presentation. Things for you to consider. If right now you're going through a difficult season in your life, 
Maybe it's financial. Maybe it's relational. Maybe it's career or job or divorce or I don't know. Maybe you are up on charges. I don't know. But whatever is happening in your life right now, understand it was never designed to be a permanent state. Nothing, ladies and gentlemen, is final. Nothing is final. No state, no condition you find yourself in is a permanent state or condition. You can change it with your words. You can change it by simply making a choice and a decision. You can change it by taking action. You can change it by bringing the right people around you to help you through it. No state or condition is permanent. It can be changed, but only you can change it. Only you determine what that looks like. No setback defines who you are, and it certainly does not have permission to define your future unless you give it that permission. Only you can determine your future. If you accept a present condition as being evidence of your identity or your value or your worth, then you're sentencing yourself to live in that condition for a very long time, maybe forever. Be very careful not to embrace or accept a present condition as evidence of value, identity, or worth. It is not who you are, it is not what you are, and you're not relegated to live in that state any longer than you determine it. On the other hand, if you rightly assess the condition, the circumstance, the deal, the state you're in as temporary, and you determine, okay, this is something I didn't ask for, I didn't deserve it, I didn't necessarily make a mistake, and all of a sudden this came on me, it just is, this is happening, and so now I'm going to embrace the opportunity to grow through this and find blessing and life through the process of walking this out. When you can rightly assess the condition and take on that mental attitude, all of a sudden, all the creativity, all the juice, all the capacity that is in you gets up. It wakes up and gives you the impetus to find your way out of this current situation. Listen to me. Be very careful not to accept abnormal as normal. Sometimes we, we have wacky things going on in our life, and because we don't see resolution to those things right away, we embrace those, well, this is just the new normal. It's what it is. No. Dadgummit, if it's abnormal, if it's dysfunctional, if it's jacked up, toe up from the flow up, don't accept what is abnormal as being normal. Lazy people settle for the abnormal. <laughs> Lazy people settle for abnormal. They don't want to face the deal. They don't want to look down the barrel of that thing that's pointed at them and challenging their life and their lifestyle and their dreams and their visions. Don't be lazy. Get up. Take courage. Look it in the eye and begin to resolve it so you can walk forward and through it. Listen to this. It is easier to settle than it is to challenging your limiting beliefs 
and or the pain that sold those beliefs to you. I'm going to say it again. It is easier just to settle than it is to challenge your limiting beliefs and or the pain that sold those beliefs to you. Here's my challenge to you. Forgive the people that have hurt you. Let them go. Release them. You hanging on to that bitterness and that anger and that unforgiveness is only killing you. Forgive them. Move on. Get some good people around you to help you assess, okay, what got me here? What, what is it that, that allowed me to find myself today in this condition? Seek wise counsel. Get some people around you that have some wisdom and some understanding in the areas in which you find yourself challenged. Have those same people help you as you create a strategic plan to navigate the opportunity you find yourself in. Execute on that plan one day at a time, one line item at a time, but you walk it out no matter how long it takes. In fact, commit yourself to the long haul. My friends, it took my wife and I seven long years to find ourselves back in a winning position. Seven years but we just completely closed the chapter on what has really been a painful thing for us for a number of years. If we had quit anywhere along the way, we would not today know the joy and the peace of being on the other side of it. Make up your mind that where you are today is not where you're going to be tomorrow or next week next month. Make up your mind. You're not going to set up camp in this difficult place. These current circumstances do not define you. My friends, don't settle for something that was meant to make you better. Don't settle for something that it was meant to be a temporary place along the way. Your life, your future, your very best opportunities depend on you seeing yourself beyond your current state. My precious friends, don't settle. Don't settle. If you're ready to take your life and leadership to another level and are committed to doing whatever necessary to become the influencer God has created you to be, then you are ready for this week's Influencers Challenge. Well, I'm going to just tag on to our feature presentation with this proverb from the great book of wisdom, the Bible. King Solomon said this in Proverbs 14, 23. He said, in all labor, there is profit. But mere talk leads only to poverty. I'm going to read that again. In all labor, there is profit. But mere talk leads only to poverty. Here's my challenge. If you will commit yourself to the dreams of, the designs, the plans that God has for you, 
if you will commit your life and your heart to risk and to put yourself out there and to pursue the things that you have in your heart to do by way of business, leadership, ministry, impact, I promise you your effort, your labor, your work will lead to profit, to benefits, to wealth, to satisfaction, and all things that are good. Profit is not a bad word. In all labor, there is profit. But here is the other side of that proverb. It says, but mere talk leads only to poverty. Can I say this? We are professionals at pontificating and chatting and talking up the water cooler about what we're going to do one day and how we have these plans and all this stuff that we talk about all the time. But here's the thing. Until you take what you have crafted by way of your imagination and your creativity and you translate that from talking about it to doing something about it, there's no profit in it for you. In fact, you're going to have a lot of words, but you're not going to have any money. You're going to be broke emotionally, spiritually, financially. In all labor, there is profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. I want to ask you today, consider it. Are you working towards your dream? Are you busy doing the things that move the ball down the field? Are you actually engaged in the process of creating the life that you really want? Or are you just pontificating? Are you just talking? Here's the deal. There's one of two outcomes, profit and reward, or poverty and lack. You and I, well, we get to choose. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Strategic Living Podcast. We trust this program has been a valuable resource and has challenged you to take your life and leadership to the next level. We invite you to join our growing community of strategic influencers by connecting with us at brianholmes.com. As always, if this podcast and our other resources have benefited you, be sure to share them and pass it on. Until next time, may God bless you immensely. And remember, you are created for greatness.